702, The World View with Adam Gilchrist. 21 after 8 news from elsewhere around the world. Adam, a very good morning to you. Let's start with a new Russian atrocity. This is now a missile attack on Ukrainians morning. at a funeral. Yeah, at a funeral. Isn't that extraordinary? Um, in a small village, a place that I'm sure most of us would never have heard of, Hroza, uh, not far from Kharkiv, which is perhaps a place we have heard of that's been at the center of the war, uh, or one of the centers of the war, I suppose I should say. Here we are 20 months on, and this is the worst atrocity for over a year now. 51 people lost their lives in this attack. It uh, basically struck the village whilst a wake was going on. In fact, what they were doing was they were reburying a soldier, a Ukrainian soldier who'd lost his life in the battle against Russia. Did, did Russia know this? Is that what they did? They decided they would target the mourners of this young soldier. Uh, and in the midst of this, uh, his I think it was his mother and sister who were there and they were killed along with 49 other people. A six-year-old child was also one of the victims. A cafe was hit at the same time. No military targets anywhere near unless you count the funeral of a soldier as a military target. It is, uh, I have to say, the worldwide condemnation has been extraordinary. It is an atrocity beyond belief. Except, I have to say, today, I think it is, a film comes out. It may well be in cinemas near you. It's certainly coming out uh, into Europe. A film called 20 Days in Mariupol which charts the siege of Mariupol by a bunch of journalists who kept filming when everyone else had scarpered and when the missiles were falling. It is the most extraordinary film, and it reminds us that this is just one grim, ongoing war. And I would imagine that in many parts of the world, that kind of thing could bring a government down, but uh, it's not going to move Vladimir Putin one bit. Let's talk now about a migrant summit for European countries. Yeah, a lot of European countries talking about porous borders, which I think is a phrase that's also been used about South Africa pretty recently. This but, very morning. Uh, that, <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, it's a very emotive phrase, isn't it? Porous borders, suggesting what? That that too many people are getting in or too many people are getting out? What's the, it's an odd one, isn't it? Um, but this special summit in Europe has been looking at the whole border issue. Um, it wasn't helped by the UK Home Secretary, Suella Bravman, talking about a hurricane of migrants coming our way, as she put it. There's a lot of fear being put into this. The idea that somehow people moving from one country to another is itself fearful. Yes, we can't necessarily cope with huge numbers on an individual country basis, but, I mean, 100,000 people landing in Italy this year, they won't all stay in Italy, spread around across Europe. You'd think that would be manageable. Anyway, they've had this eight-point plan agreed by 47 EU and non-EU leaders, and essentially their main thrust is that it's not about what you do when migrants, refugees, asylum seekers pitch up. It's about how you stop them pitching up in the first place by going to the countries where they are uh, leaving in the first place. I don't think it quite answers the question. If I, I mean, just imagine you were right now in a refugee camp in Syria, dreaming of a better life, dreaming of being in a better country for a better life or a more peaceful country for a better life. Why shouldn't you try to realize that dream? That's the problem, I think, innately in this, is that... Were we all migrants? I like to remind some of my friends. Your your family were migrants from Yorkshire or Derbyshire or Scotland or Ireland or wherever. Aren't we all essentially migrants? Well, sticking with that theme, let's go to the U.S. now. Joe Biden said he wouldn't do what? Mm. 
build the wall. Donald Trump, remember his mantra, build the wall, make Mexico pay for it? Well, Mexico was never going to pay for it. We always thought that was just plain stupid, along with a few other things. But the border wall, it was such a, a signature policy of Donald Trump's presidency. And here we are now, three years on, essentially, and Joe Biden is now building a section of border wall in southern Texas. Talking about porous borders and how you cope with people moving from one country to another, they've had nearly a quarter of a million people move from Mexico through Texas and uh, in particular, but also Arizona just this year. And the United States can't cope with it. The data suggests it's just too much of an influx. So now Joe Biden is building the wall and not making anyone else pay for it. But still, did we think that was coming? Mm. Promises, promises. What? Made by politicians on the election campaign trail. This is how it ends, my friend. That's yeah. this morning's <laughs> Worldview with Adam Gilchrist.